there's some things I want to make sure we're doing in class as always. So we're going to do this ahead of time. A little bit is just at the beginning. So uh, 46 verse 1, uh, you're going to encounter uh, them talking about Bell. All right. Bell is another name for Marduk. Uh, he's the really head of the Babylonian uh, pantheon. He's the chief god. He's a warrior god and so on. Um, and you actually hear the name Bell in a lot of the names you're familiar with because they just like we hear like Yah or Yahu or something like that, which ends up being Ja or Uh in English, in, in Hebrew names, right? Isaiah, Elijah, and so on, um, because that's they're putting God's name in there. They did that in other cultures. So when you hear like Belteshazzar, um, that is bringing in the name of Bel or Marduk, right? So this is one of their, their head gods. Uh, they mention another one here, Nebo. Um, Nebo, it's usually written Nebu or Nabu. I don't know why they wrote it Nebo here. It makes you think of Nebo, that's the mountain in both uh, Jordan and uh, in Utah County. But anyway, uh, it's really Nebu or Nabu. And this is uh, another Babylonian uh, god that you uh, is important. And you also hear in their names like Nebuchadnezzar, right? Uh, and so just want you to get the idea that these are, are gods that um, are important Babylonian gods, and that will help you understand the reading that you're doing as you do it. What we're going to do now is jump to the stuff I suspect we won't get past um, chapter 46 or 47, verse 6. So I want to just cover um, on this video the stuff I don't think we will get to in class. So Let's just, oh, this was supposed to come up one at a time. But anyway, let's let's just kind of think this through. 46 is about why Babylon is published. And, and so let's ask, what role had Babylon played for God? And that role was that they had punished Judah, right? They were the instrument of humbling and, and punishing Judah to get Judah to return to God, which was successful. They, they got rid of their idolatry as a result of this punishment by Babylon. Um, so then we have to ask ourselves, so why is Babylon punished? And it's just like we saw with Assyria. The fact that someone accomplishes God's will doesn't mean they're doing it with righteous intent or that they're good folks. And so they, they did bring about the humbling of Judah, but they themselves needed to be humbled, and so they were. And 47, then, is the picture of that punishment. So 46 lets us know why um, they're punished. 47 helps us feel the punishment. And so we have to ask ourselves, why would we need to see that picture? What is it that we should get out of it? And I'm going to let you think about that as you do that reading. And then uh, just get a, a, a come to class kind of ready to talk about it. But why should we feel the punishment of Babylon? What should happen in us as a result of that? Okay, so let's go through uh, some of these verses. We get uh, verse 7. And thou saidst, I should be a lady forever. So thou didst not lay these things to thy heart, neither didst remember to the latter end of it. I think Isaiah is saying here, um, that any he's talking about the kind of daughters of the virgin daughter of Babylon, so he's kind of doing the same thing he did with uh, Judah, taking their young women as the high point of society and um, and holding them up then as the example and saying, Well, they actually didn't worry about a thing, they were sure that they would be these aristocrats, that the life would be good and wonderful for them for forever, and so they didn't worry about the things they were doing or think through the consequences of what they were doing. Right now, you have to think how that might apply to you as a covenant-holding member of, of the church uh, and the great blessings you receive and the amazing blessed life you have as evidenced by your being here and so on. Um, 
ask yourself how this might apply to you, but, but clearly it does apply to you. Um, and uh, I want you to think about this in terms we're going to see in chapter 52, verses 1 through 2, um, where Israel is told to arise and shake off the dust and put on their beautiful garments and sit down uh, on, a, on a chair, if not a throne. But Babylon, who's the one that enslaved Israel, Israel is arising from the, the slavery Babylon put them in. In this case, now Babylon is the one, and these verses that we're reading, are the ones who are going to be enslaved. They're the ones who are going to uh, not have their beautiful garments. They're going to sit in the dust. They're going to have to work as slaves. And so you can see how often God's deliverance of his the, the righteous is by punishing their oppressors. And in fact, that's what was happening with Judah as well. Remember Isaiah and others keep complaining that they are oppressing the poor. So God delivers those people by oppressing Judah. And then as Judah's ready to return, then he uh, delivers them from their oppressors and so on. And there is a contrast here with, with what's going on with Babylon coming into captivity at the same time that Judah is coming out of captivity. So if we get to verse 8, Therefore hear now this, thou that art given to pleasures. And so they, they uh, Babylon has been so wealthy and so powerful, everything's been so good, but that's what they're pursuing all the time is pleasures. Ask yourself how much that might apply to you, whether your pleasures are video games or binge-watching shows or whatever your pleasures are. We live in a really uh, pleasure-seeking society. In fact, there's a great book I'd recommend to you sometime. It's fairly old by now, but it's still really applies. It's called Entertaining Ourselves to Death. But anyway, um, uh, so thou art given to pleasures that dwellest carelessly. This says in thy heart, I am, and none else besides me. I shall not sit as a widow, neither shall I know the loss of children. Uh, they're sure everything is wonderful and good, and they don't need to, to worry about these things. Uh, so that's that's kind of an interesting uh, contrast that, that we're being given, right? Anyway, uh, let's go on um, to verse 9. But these two things shall come to thee. What are the two things? Being a widow and, and the loss of children. And literally, this will happen to them as the Persians come in and destroy them, right? The, the men are killed, so you have lots of widows. Mothers lose their, their children in the war, and then they're taken off as captives to be servants, prostitutes, whatever else. Uh, and so these things do happen to them, even though they were sure they never could, because they were trusting in themselves rather than in God, right? So the loss of children and widowhood will come upon them. They shall come upon thee in their perfection for the multitude of thy sorceries and for the great abundance of thy enchantments. So because they're relying on these false gods, we could put it for ourselves in all the different powers of the world, because that's what they're relying on, then all these terrible things will happen to them. Verse 10 and 11, For thou hast trusted in thy wickedness, thou hast said, None seeth me, thy wisdom and thy knowledge it hath perverted thee, and thou hast said in thine heart, I am, and none else beside me. Therefore shall evil come upon thee, Thou shalt not know from whence it riseth, and mischief shall fall upon thee, and so on, right? So, um, Babylon fell because it, it was so powerful, it felt that no one could ever be as powerful as them, and so they, they were safe. The wicked, uh, and including us, we often feel like we're safe in our wickedness, that it's not bad, and even if it is, no one is going to know, or, or so on, so we feel so safe, right? And that's not what is is really going to happen right so uh, often the, the wicked convince the righteous uh, that their wickedness is good right and they, they point these 
bejeweled mocking fingers from the brain spacious building and the righteous follow them into Babylon and then they're caught up in the same thing. And so we have to be careful of that. Uh, all right, so we'll move on now. Uh, 12 and 13, stand with thine enchantments and sorcery is, of course, you're going to read this, so I don't need to read it all. They're tired because of all the counsels and things they're getting from uh, all these ways that are besides God to tell them what to expect and how they should behave. Um, so we, we get uh, really this, this trust, inordinate trust in the wisdom of the world, whether that be for the Babylonians, these priests that were astrologers and they cut up livers and foretold the future from that as they made sacrifices and these kinds of things. In our day, it's going to be Hollywood or Washington, D.C. or the ivory tower of academia or the music industry or uh, politicians, whatever it is for you. Um, you have to think of, uh, you know, these people, they're really seeking for power and beauty, fame, entertainment, and often journey of drugs or lust or whatever else, right? Um, is this really where we want to be turning for our, our information and our guidance? We've said that so often now, but really think about it. Um, God compares those who have done this, and in this case it's Babylon, but, um, but he's really saying that this could be all the world, um, and it applies to us certainly. It, he compares them to being like a field, that you've already done the harvest, right? So there's nothing left but the, the stumbled remains of, of the stalks. And you burn that. That's how you clear it. Right? So um, that's what people who uh, are like uh, or trusting in the world will become. They, they don't bear fruit, so they'll just be the stubble and will end up um, being burned. Right? And, and by the end, they've just burned out and there's nothing left at all. Um, and they, they may seek um, to find relief from buying things because that's what's entertained them in the past or whatever they seek relief from but it's not going to work instead they're just going to um, be slaves and, and wander around looking desperately for some kind of deliverance or some kind of peace and happiness so that is our uh, our thought for or our video for today and uh, hopefully it's useful for you and this will allow you to get to the next step in this chapter